Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 413 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 413. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show this week in hospitality marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV station. So then, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So we have two tools for review today. Uh, One is a roughly complex one that uh, I thought about when I picked it and said maybe this is too granular or too uh, single purpose or niched uh, ours to decide that's datagreen.io d-a-t-a-g-r-a-n.io datagreen.io is um, a very robust tool um, probably more advanced than what you would normally need to use for what we're talking about it in our technique discussion today in the sense that it allows for things like linear, linear regression analysis, um, data interpretation. Um, and what it does, just to give you a sense, datagrand.io does, is that it pulls in data from a variety of platform sources, which is turning more and more of a function process for anybody, whether it's API calls, uh, centralization of data, what have you, data lakes. If these terms are unfamiliar, it would be a very wise thing to get familiar with them because it's turning into the mainstream conversation more and more. Um, datagrand.io allows for a collaborative way of bringing in the data and having it understood by the platform. Now, that's different in concept from an API call, which is pulling in data directly, interpreting the data fields of the API call, and then translating the data fields to be used in another connection. When I say that, it's much similar to what Zapier and IFTT and Pabbly do, where they connect the dots between two platforms that don't normally talk to each other. And what happens with those, unfortunately, a lot of times is that not all data is transferable in its interpretation. The, the, the data from one source just isn't applicably usable in the other platform, but it could have a very strong influence on the data usage. That's where a platform like Datagrand comes in because it allows for a wider use of data. So, Follow me, if you will, where um, the tool itself will allow data sources to be from uh, disparaging uh, alternative places. And rather than culling out the non-transferable data, like you're trying to connect one to another, you're literally just drawing from both of them or more to another neutral universal 
platform that you use the data sources in. So it's not about making one system talk to another. It's about being able to understand every system that you connect it. And that's the big difference on datagrand.io. And that's why I said it's very, it's very robust in what it does. Uh, it can be very expensive in what it does, but it does do it phenomenally well. And it is highly useful if you just be, need to be able to draw in all these various data sources. And then you use Datagram to use those data sources in a unique user format. Uh, reporting, analytics, dashboarding, and so forth. So that's our first tool, datagrand.io. Our second tool, a little less heavy talking, is Watergraph. Watergraph has been around with me for, gosh, no, seven, eight, ten years, I don't know. Used it when it first came out of the box. It was a great visualization of data. I could plug it into analytics. I could plug it into Facebook or whatever. And it gave cute, nice visual graphics as to the number representation of the data that you were connecting it to. It has grown up an awful lot. It has expanded its integrations to a grocery list of locations, platforms, and sources well beyond the typical analytics and Facebook ads or meta ads, Twitter, and so forth, but now into CRMs, retail, uh, data uh, houses, a uh, variety of social platforms. In very unique ways, it allows you to visually represent reporting and data. It's a great dashboard creator. I say dashboard, I really should say report creator. It's not about changing how the numbers, it's not like a dynamic dashboard where you change the numbers and the dashboard changes afterwards. It's a slice of life report. You pull the sources into the report, you configure how you want the report to be visually, and then it generates the report. So it's very static. It doesn't allow you to change it unless you're the creator, you can go in and make the modifications yourself. But if you're pulling out reports, this is what I've always used it for, what I've always taught it for, is the ability to use it in relationships to the monthly or the chronological requesting reports of your clients. I want to report every week on this. I want to report every month on that. Uh, it allows you to create those reports that are a nice visual way that they can look at it, digest the data, and share it with others that they may not be able to understand to interpret all the data sourcing, but they can certainly interpret the data usage. That's their job, right? So those are our two tools with a lot of explanations. Uh, you have datagrand.io and whatagraph.com. And that brings us to our technique discussion. Now, for this week's hospitality technique. Technique discussion. It is July 2023. Uh, reporting done differently. We are in the new world, as it were. As a matter of fact, when we talk about our live show here in a little bit, the topic was very much about the fact of the transition of GA4 uh, at the beginning of this month to being our baseline Google Analytics reporting platform. With that, it opens the door of saying, how are you getting your data now? Um, with the fact that we're going to be getting off of the old same old, same old that we have always done, uh, typical universal analytics, we've set up goals and events, we follow certain things because that's what we asked to follow. It, you know, Our old tried and true reports we used to get all the time, whether we looked at them all the time or we used them all the time, that's a conversation we've had on our live show a few times. But the fact is that they have been the same. Maybe expanded, maybe contracted, but they're always based on the same things. We're now in a world where that's different. And what we can ask for for data, what we can use as data, and how we use that data, and I mean that towards the AI conversation that's growing exponentially, is a part of our new world. So our technique is about reporting done differently. How can you generate data that is actionable in a way that's usable? 
And if you follow that statement, that is a profound statement, actual to usable. Because just having a report, a report doesn't do anything other than acknowledge a slice of time, a momentary perspective of certain data points. Analysis is looking at those data points and understanding what they mean in the sense of giving you information that is now actionable. And that's fine for those that understand the source of the data, the integration reporting of the data, and the data as it relates to what you do about it. But what about understanding the data? And that doesn't always flow freely downhill for everyone. There are people that are in roles that either they're new to their role or they're in a role with a new company and they're not familiar with the reportings or the priorities of the KPIs, key performance indicators, of the company they're now with, and it's an education learning curve for them. And so understanding what they're being shared with, the reports, the analytics, the action item requests, or the request for action items, is a learned process. Well, welcome to the fact that all of us are now in that learned process, especially when it comes to the world of online analytics and the data that we now have available. With GA4, it's in everything's there, it's but yours to ask, compared to prior to the beginning of this month, which was, it's yours to ask for it to find. It is different. Here, you have the spectrum of data that you can choose from. But if you don't ask the right questions, you're not going to get useful data to action from. But then more importantly, you might have you know, down a, down a proverbial tangent or rabbit hole and come up with a revelation of data that when you hand it to somebody else, they don't understand it. They don't understand what to do with it and they don't understand its value, let alone what they should do with either of those answers. And that's where reporting being done differently comes in. Because how you present the data is as important as the data itself. I can tell an audience or client or board or anything data. I could fire hose them with data. But without them knowing what they're looking at in a way that they have a reference to understand it, they will have no way of knowing what to do with that data. So the act of defining reporting in a way that is understandable and usable is a critical component to the actual data itself. Um, you may have the keys to the universe, but if you don't have the right locker, you're giving them to somebody and they try to strike it on a rock to make a fire rather than open the door, um, you, you're, you failed. You gave the solution, but it wasn't perceived as a solution. You gave an answer, but it wasn't a usable answer. That's where reporting is so critical. And the understanding of the reporting that you are creating is as as important as the data that's contained in it. I know I've sounded and said it repetitively five times in a row just now, but that is the key element of our technique discussion. How can you present data in a digestible format that people that you're giving this data to can use? Now, that is the bane of agencies and third parties with their clients because you're hired as the professional to know this information so well that you can report on it and, most importantly, explain it as to what needs to be done with it. And the client has brought you in because they themselves don't or can't do that at the capacity they're asking you to do it. And so for that reason, your responsibility in the role that they're making you is that you have to take it and be able to translate it 
to a thing that they understand in a way that they know they can do something about. Whether it's the endorsement of you proceeding with the with what you've recommended, or the actual taking the data and diffusing it into the organization to solicit the actions back that are going to be used for that data. Either which way, the ability to report that data is critical. When you look at things like Watergraph, sometimes the visualization, the visual, visualization, visualization, <laughs> it's a new English word, visualization of the data is the key element to its understanding. Some people, and we make fun of it in some ways, you know, green, good, red, bad, arrow up, good, arrow, bad, down. But on all of these data points, that doesn't necessarily make common sense. Sometimes spaghetti charts and bar charts don't have a clear indicator. They don't mean that everything going up is good, Might be especially if you're looking at cost analysis, right? Um, sometimes spaghetti charts, there's no definable, what does that mean? Is that Should I be looking at the, the top spaghetti, the bottom spaghetti, the average mean of the spaghetti, the directions of the spaghettis? There's a need to understand the data so that it can be used or decided on or whatever the action item requires. Doing things differently with visualization is one solution to consider. Another is breaking it down to cause and effect. What's causing the effect that you're reporting on? Others can be interpretation of attribution. What's contributing to what we're looking at in its entirety? Isolation. What are we defining is a catalyst or an instigator or a variable that's creating the oscillation or the variances? There's different ways of what you're pointing out. The worst way of pointing anything out is to rely upon the end conclusion before you begin the process of the data. And what do I mean by this? It's making up stats. It's showing only numbers that reaffirm what, reaffirm what you're wanting to point out rather than numbers that are need to be looked at in their entirety for an accurate, truthful decision to be done. The joke of 85% uh, of all statistics are made up on the spot is an example of that. Vendors tend to only highlight numbers that augment their value proposition. They don't share numbers that make them like they failed or was inadequate at what the U.S. them or paid them, more importantly, to do. That filter is a problem. A presenter in your own organization that does not want to expose the parts that did not succeed and only highlight the parts that do is a problem. Proper reporting, differently or not, has to be full spectrum, all things that can be assessed as, as, as related to what your, it is the report is for. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.